This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in First Alignment channel. Today, I'm going to be talking about self-love and body image. And it's funny because, you know, I'm over 130 episodes into this channel now, and I've never specifically spoken to self-love or about self-love because I've been on my own self-love journey and it felt like a lack of integrity to speak about self-love and share about that when I felt that I hadn't, you know, figured it out for myself. And so now I think that I'm far far along enough in my own journey that I'm able to share some really significant insights and especially through coaching clients, I'm discovering patterns that I thought were in my own reality but it turns out that this is definitely not something that I'm the only one dealing with. And so I really want to spend today's episode talking about self-love and body image and just mindset and spirituality, like really just tying in everything together because this really resonates with me because I've always been an athlete my entire life. So my personal mindset around body until really fairly recently, like this year, being 30 years old. So I started playing rugby when I was 13 and I played competitively until I was about 28. So in that time, my body was seen as a machine that needed to perform. And then because of the influence of social media and having to look a certain way, it was always in my mind, like, I need to be lean, I need to be toned and strong. But For me, it wasn't coming from a place of, I want this. It was, this is how I should look because I'm an athlete. And so there was still this unhealthy umbrella or like cloud hanging over my head for the longest time. And so what happened today was I had a coaching call with a client and it was a very profound moment because this person is about double my age and they have a lot of experience, you know, in life, I'm gonna keep this vague because I don't need to divulge details, but what they shared with me was that when they were in their 20s, they had, you know, they've always had journals, right? So of course they're going back in time and they're looking at their journals and they shared with me how they discovered that when they were in their 20s, they were writing things about themselves and how they wanted their body to look and how they wanted to feel that have not changed 40 years later. And they were saying to me how if I had the body then, if I had that now, I would be floored. Like it's just an unbelievable thing to think that then I didn't think I was good enough or pretty enough or fit enough or I wasn't thin enough or whatever. And then all of a sudden, 40 years later, the same thoughts are happening and it's a different body. So let me tell you, this really made me realize what the fuck is the common denominator? It's not the body, it's the mindset. And so this is why 
just another reason why I'm so passionate about mindset because this is now bleeding into my journey with self-love is that I'm really getting the impact of thinking that my body needs to look a certain way so that I can have self-love, I can love myself rather than just really acknowledging my body for what it is and appreciating you know what it's done for me so far in my life and so okay this might sound really cliche and maybe you're listening to this and it's really hitting home for you but the thing that I thought was so interesting was that it really does come down to it's not it's if you think here's a funny thing so back then I can let me speak for myself when I was 22 years old that was like for now the peak of my fitness. I was, it was right before I went and I played rugby in the University Olympics in Russia. I was super fit. I was probably 15 to 20 pounds lighter than I am now. And I still remember even then, this is eight years ago, right? Whereas for example, my client was dealing with something that was freaking 40, almost 40 years ago. And so here I am at 22 years old and I'm literally in the best shape of my life. And I look at pictures then and I looked fucking fantastic. And I can still remember the mindset that I had then is very similar to what I have now, except I have more awareness now and I'm working on shifting it. So the interesting thing is, is that when I look at myself when I was 22 and I'm judging myself, and I'm thinking I need to look a certain way. And once I lose X amount of weight, then I'm going to feel better and love myself and all this. The discomfort was never in my body. I wasn't uncomfortable in my body. It wasn't my body that needed to change. It was my thinking about my body. It was the thinking that was negative. It was the thinking that said things like, oh, Kayla, if you just, you know, tighten things up a little bit here and lost some weight there, and if you could run faster, if you could do this, then things will be better. And so that was like a false sense of motivation thinking, oh, if I achieve that, then things will be better. I'll love myself more. Where the reality is like really what I'm trying to pinpoint specifically is that at that point in time, it was never my body that was uncomfortable. It was my mind about my body. And so this is really what I want to focus on today is that people think they need to change their body in order to feel better or love themselves more. But the reality is, is actually the mindset that is creating those painful thoughts and that discomfort because there's certain beliefs that are saying things like, you're not good enough. If you were your ideal body weight, this is how your life would, would be. You would be more attractive. You would fit in your clothes better. And so it's, it's very interesting because it's, it's a very fine line and there's this sort of veil that looks like it blends everything together. And it's, it's something that the reason why we get so you know, obsessed with changing our body and, you know, being our best self physically because it's something external that we can see. And when the thing is we can control things in the external world because we can physically touch them and hold them and so on. And so that's why our mind thinks that if I change my body, then I will love myself more and have acceptance. But the real work, the thing is, when we focus on the changing of something physical, whether that's your body or whether that's where you live or your job or your career or your partner, whatever it is, when we, when we focus on the external of something and wanting to change that, what happens is it becomes a distraction from dealing with what's actually going on inside. 
because if we actually go inward and we start looking at, and this is what I've been doing the last month, is really looking at my relationship to food and understanding. You know, science says, and it's true, caloric deficit will generate weight loss. And so I noticed before, so I'm tracking my food now, but it's not like a crazy weighing my food and, you know, I can only eat a certain amount of foods. I can't eat a certain amount of this and that. I'm letting myself, so this is like a mix of having the structure of caloric counting and intuitive eating. I let myself eat what I want and I pay attention to my portions. And so what's happening now is that I'm noticing when I started, even though I'm controlling something external for me, I started paying attention to what my thoughts were about food like oh Kayla you had a good day today you ate a salad or you ate this and that and you avoided eating chocolate and so on like good for you right so again this is controlling the external things and then that suddenly dictates how I feel on the inside whereas before or now I should say that's kind of how it was before it now what's happening is that I'm paying attention to what I'm thinking and it's like okay Am I actually hungry or am I looking to avoid something like I'm bored or I want something sweet because I'm upset or like I'm really looking at my behavior and what's going on internally before I make a move externally like eating food or going to work out. And this has become very empowering because now everything starts from my internal state and it's not being dictated by what's happening on the outside of me, whether that's I choose to work out or I choose to eat certain foods. And so what's happening is that I've discovered that before I started paying attention to what I was eating, I was overeating. Like I was eating healthy food, but I was overeating. Like my portions were like double what they needed to be for my body size and my, you know, my healthy weight goal. And I thought this is, this is so interesting. So suddenly what happened was I started paying attention to my thoughts and I started to look at how that was affecting my behavior and you know really paying attention and being intentional with the moments where i would want to skip a workout or i would you know be looking for extra carbs when i wasn't actually hungry like really paying attention to that behavior and then when i created the structure where you know i could enjoy foods like i have 100% ate mcdonald's and ice cream and chocolate in the last few weeks like that's i'm totally not going to lie about that but the thing is i've done it within reason to a point where when i eat what I want to eat, I feel good about it. And so what's happening then is that this is having a very positive influence on how I see my body and I feel more comfortable because I'm nurturing it in a way. It's not clean or good or bad eating. Like I'm totally not about that mindset with food. It's nurturing my body in a way so that I can, you know, function and be able to feel good in my skin. And this is where self-love ties in because you know I think there's sometimes a skewed perception of what self-love is in social media and I'm not saying that I know everything because I don't and what I want to point out is that me taking the time the last couple weeks of really paying attention to how I'm thinking about myself how I you know my relationship with food and what I think about food and exercising and what my goals are when I started paying attention to my thought process rather than focusing on how my body physically looked and like shaming myself into how I want to look things became a lot easier it became a lot easier to choose foods that that had me feel better and 
this is what self-love is because it created a structure for me to nurture myself and care for myself so that I can show up in a way that I feel empowered. And that, that really is what self-love is. And initially, you know, I had to kind of draw some boundaries. Like, okay, like I'm done, you know, eating more than I think I should eat and all of this. And I had to put my foot down and hit, I hit that threshold of not feeling good in my body and started doing the inner work. And, and so this is the key to sustainability because I'm doing the inner work and I'm really paying attention to how I think and how I speak to myself that whatever happens outside of me, if I go on vacation or it's Thanksgiving and, I, and it's Christmas and there's chocolate and whatever, I'm still going to have my mindset in every situation even if my external circumstances change. And the other thing, so this is like a very logical way of looking at, you know, self-love and, and body image and whatnot. But if I'm going to speak from an energetic perspective, because this is the kind of coaching I do, like it's very much, you know, understanding language and whatnot, but also from a very spiritual, energetic place is that because I've done the logical work and I'm looking at how I'm thinking, what I'm believing, it is influencing how I feel and energetically I feel myself and I truly believe that I can achieve what it is I want to achieve with my body and it's going to be a sustainable thing. And and more or less, you know, what happens with, you know, when it comes to body image and setting weight goals and so on is that we get really caught up in a specific number. And then what happens is we achieve that number and it's like, okay, well, now what? And then it becomes this game of maintenance or maybe somebody tries to lose more weight or whatever the goal is, right? And so my goal is to know that, and this is how I make it measurable, is to know that no matter what circumstance I'm in, whatever food is in front of me, whatever drinks, whatever it is that I'm dealing with, I can confidently feel grounded and I can feel confident in the choices that I make with whatever food I'm consuming or whatever workouts I choose to do or not do. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went on vacation. I didn't work out for about nine or 10 days. And that was a long time for me because the last four months I've been consistently working out three to four days a week. And it was very interesting because during that time, it was an opportunity to pay attention to my thinking. And I was noticing you know, oh, you know, if I don't work out, then I'm not doing good and that, you know, my goals are going to be pushed back. And there was a lot of negativity and scarcity and the energy around that was coming from a place of desperation, like this fear of, oh my God, I'm fucking it up. And so again, instead of letting the external circumstances dictate my situation, you know, cause I didn't, I wasn't, you know, close to my CrossFit gym at the time I was on Vancouver Island. I decided I'm going to go for walks. This is my thing. I'm going to enjoy going for walks this week. And that is going, and I'm declaring, and that's going to be enough for me in terms of exercise. And then I'm going to get back into my usual routine of lifting weights next week. And so I really felt into that and really surrendered and trusted like this is good enough right now because I say it is. And it's not because it's some crazy workout where I burned like a thousand calories and, and whatever, right? And that's, that's the power of deciding from within what you think is good enough. Whether you decide how you want to feel about your body or the kind of relationship you want to have to food or 
how you want to perceive your body like visually and how you want to feel about it. And so the the other thing that I want to tap into is that, you know, intellectually people understand that social media and society has painted this picture of how we're supposed to look. I mean, Photoshop filters are basically the norm at this point. And I've said this so many times in my content and on my podcast, but everything that we know is a learned behavior. And so for us to think, oh, being, you know, wrinkle-free and fit and looking a certain way and that's how we're supposed to look and that's what brings happiness, that is a learned behavior. Like we've literally come onto this planet knowing nothing, a clean slate. And so the, the little mindset hack that I want to give you right now is that when you're facing that situation or say you're judging yourself or you're judging someone else or you're just really down in the dumps about, you know, what you think about yourself and your body and your self-image and really ask yourself, you know, if there's a particular belief that's popping up, ask yourself, when did I decide that? When did I decide to believe that? And really, you know, it might take you back to a specific time where you remember the very first time you might have heard that belief and then you agreed to it. Or maybe you're just going to get present to the impact. And that can be like the next thing to ask yourself. Like, what is the impact of me choosing to believe this right now? Or what is the impact of me choosing to feel these negative emotions or have these negative thoughts about myself and my body? And when you get the impact, what it does is it creates the opportunity for choice. Because now you know that you've either created that thought in your mind or you've accepted it from somewhere. So you can either continue to choose that route or you get to choose something different and you get to decide to be the one that's going to create and decide and live into the kind of mindset you want to have about your body, your self-image and and your self-love. And, you know, speaking of self-love, the other really empowering thing is unconditional love. We don't love ourselves when, you know, we finally lost the weight. I mean, that would be like, imagine, imagine someone in your life, there's no difference here. Imagine someone in your life, like just think of someone who's really important to you, whether that's family, friends, whether that's niece, nephew, children, you know, a pet, whatever. Imagine somebody that you really, really love. And imagine telling them, I will love you more when you lose 10 pounds or when you look like this. Can you imagine the horror that person or that pet or whatever would experience from you saying that? The fact of the matter is you would never do that. I'm gonna make a massive assumption that no one would ever do that in in their right mind. So here's the thing, why the fuck would you do that to yourself? And this is, this is the sneakiness of mindset. And this is why, this is why self-awareness is so important. Like you would never say to someone else, I'll love you more and I'll think you're more beautiful once you've lost 10 pounds or when you have more muscle definition or when you look better in your clothes or when your skin is clearer, whatever it is, never. And, and so the question is why would you do that to yourself? And part of the answer is that it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. This becomes, this becomes a dance of the ego. So the ego says negative things so that you are, 
you are enabled to not take action because then you stay the same. And when you stay the same, that means there's no failure. There's no risk. And things get to be predictable. And the thing is, if we've already tolerated to this point how we think and feel about our body and we're still alive, the ego's doing its job because the ego's job is to survive. But here's the thing. So I talk about the ego a lot and it's like, it's not about shaming the ego and being like, oh my God, the ego is such an asshole to myself, to us. Why would you speak that way? The thing is that information and the ego saying those negative things and, you know, and stopping you from taking action and just having all these fear and this, you know, this desire to not want to fail and all of this is simply feedback. There's, there's something that is not aligned within you because when you're aligned with how you want to feel, how you want to be and how you want to look in your life, things become very easy. Negative things, there's resistance there because it's up against something. There's a disagreement. So that's really the first thing is just becoming aware and curious. Like, what is it that I'm believing and like, how is this holding me back? And so going back to the whole self-love thing, the other thing that I said to my client this morning, I said, what do you think it would be like if you woke up in the morning and you're getting dressed and you know you have a shower and you're putting your clothes on and the clothes that you put on are like figuratively clothes of compassion. So the clothes that you have on your body are full of love and compassion. The threads are woven together with love and compassion and you're wearing that all day. How would you show up differently? How would you treat yourself? Like imagine those clothes are hugging you and loving you. And every time there's a negative thought that comes up about your body and you start saying mean things to yourself that are not in alignment with self-love, how would it be different with you wearing these, these clothes of compassion? Like what would be possible? You know, how can you, how can you really look inward and just... You know, as a child, this is really when we learn that behavior of, you know, what's good food, what's bad food, and eat all, eat all the food on your plate before you have dessert, and carbs are bad, and calories, and all this shit. Like, all this stuff is first taught to us when we're a child because we're learning to eat, you know, by watching society or being brought up by our parents. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing. It's very easy to blame our parents or, you know, society or school or being bullied, whatever it is, it's so fucking easy to blame others for how we think and feel about ourselves. But when we blame others, what we're doing is essentially giving them the responsibility and saying that you need to fix me because it's your fault. And so the other really important thing, and this is why I've been successful very recently, is that I've really taken responsibility for everything that I've created and what that means, everything I've thought, everything I've said to myself, whether I do a workout or not, the food that I'm putting into my body, I have fully embodied being responsible for myself. And that means that I get to create and design whatever the fuck I want for myself, however I want it to be. And this is extremely powerful really getting present to taking that full responsibility and all the negative things that you've ever said to yourself, all the negative things you've ever done to yourself, you know, whatever it is, like just really owning that and being, you know, really getting that that is done. This does not have to continue being my future. And I'm, I'm going to rewrite the story. This is a new chapter. A page has turned. That's it. 
and learning from it and really asking yourself, what can I learn from what I've discovered about my, my thinking and my self-love or lack of self-love? What, what can you learn from that so that you can let go of, of that uncomfortability and that negative experience and move forward into how you actually want to feel about yourself and how you want to see yourself in the mirror? Like there's just so much opportunity. And I think one thing that I've really learned since I've gone deep into personal development and growth is that negative emotions, negative experiences are literally feedback. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. It's literally feedback that this is not how it's meant to be. This is resistance. This is not how it's meant to be. And it's a redirection into doing something different, showing up differently, taking a different action. And really, you know, I I did a podcast episode on, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about provoking your ego. So it's a fairly recent one if you look on my channel. But provoking your ego because it, it will give you the feedback on what you need to work on. So the negative thoughts and the negative feelings and the emotional eating or the self-judgment and whatever it is, like all of that is literally a gift. It is showing you what needs to be worked on so that you can get it the fuck out of your way and start to show up and feel and be how it is you want to be. Like the whole thing is a gift. All of the pain that you know we've ever experienced with our bodies and our health or dis-ease that we've experienced in our bodies it's all a gift showing us what it is we need to work on so that we can get back into alignment to how we want to be, feel, and show up in the world. So this is a very deep podcast episode. It was funny because before I started recording, I was going to take notes and then start speaking from the notes. Just a couple of things. I want to make sure that I shared everything I wanted to say, but then I just started talking and it's literally been 25 minutes straight and I'm not editing this episode but basically what I want to really let you know, if you're listening to this, you obviously are curious, maybe you're struggling with, maybe you've had a recent breakthrough around your self-love and body image and so on. And the thing is, it is a journey and it's, it's not meant to be and it can never be an end destination because as a human being, what is inevitable for us is that we grow older and we, our body changes. We go through different experiences, you know, sometimes people go through disease or injury or, you know, women get pregnant and have children. And, and the other thing that I really want you to get that I said to my client on the call today was that I know that our body that houses our mind and our soul is what creates our life. Everything that we do, that we say, you know, we have a physical body so that we can take action in the world and create what it is that we want. And so we think that, you know, when we do things like, you know, have breakthroughs with money or relationships and we check all these boxes and we do all of this work externally that it's going to satisfy us internally, but it doesn't. It doesn't. I've spent my entire life until 30 years old just trying to work out harder so that I can, you know, eat whatever I want. And it just, that's not how it's meant to be. And that's why up until really this year, like I struggled with body image and being unhappy with myself, which is for some people might think is hysterical because I have always been an athlete and always been fit. And it's like, I've never really struggled with weight. And, and so it's, 
it's not it's not a it's not a particular end destination it's really the unfolding of our mind and how we can create a sustainable lifestyle and feel at home in our body so that we can take action confidently and create a life that we love it all starts with us taking full responsibility paying attention to how we think how we speak to ourselves how we speak to others about ourselves Right? Because then what happens is you can get others to agree with you and maybe they're agreeing with something that isn't aligned for you. You know, you might say, oh, I've gained some weight and I really don't look that good right now. And you say that to someone and they might agree with you. And then what? Creates a stronger bind to that lie that's not true. So it really is like who we're being, what we're saying to ourselves, you know, that really does create the essence of self-love. And that is, you know, what we, how we see ourselves really is you know, what, what, what creates our body image and what we think about ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally. And I think intellectually people understand this because people talk about it all the time in social media, like I said, you know, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, which is a quote that I've definitely seen on the internet. But really when you do the inner work and you question yourself, where did I learn this? Like, why do I think that? And look around, you look at the people in your life and you might notice that you learned it from your grandparents or your mom or your sister or, you know, your teacher, or your coach, whatever. Great. Now you know where it came from. Whose responsibility is it? It's yours now. Just like it's been mine my entire life to just really own the beliefs and everything that I've created for myself. And I cannot stress enough, doing this inner work consistently is what will create the sense of freedom, not only in your body, but in your life. And I know that's deep. But it's true. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. And I'm going to continue sharing more about mindset and body just because my experience of being a personal trainer and an athlete and just health really being one of my top things in life. I think that it doesn't have to be as complicated or challenging or full of sacrifice like people think it is. And so I hope that this episode helps you and I hope that it inspires you to really look at your own mindset with your body and just really take ownership and responsibility for what you believe and really deciding to have self-love because it's your decision to make, not because somebody else tells you to do it. So thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. If you share this episode, tag me on social media. I love hearing from my listeners and I will chat with you in the next episode.